the front lobby of Militech Industries. A lone man sits in a plastic chair, idly skimming through a science magazine. The inner door opens, and another man enters with a strong military bearing. Bernie Felger, front and center. The man sitting in the chair is Bernie Felger. I'm Bernie Felger. I am Captain Childers, U.S. Navy retired, and I am in command here. You will stand and come to attention when I address you. Oh, 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 sorry. I did not grant you permission to speak. Oh, um, sorry. Mum's the word. This man is tough. Man, you are tough. I run a tight ship. Aye, aye. Are you a hippie? He's no hippie. No, I'm no hippie. Why do you ask? Your haircut. My hair? You must have a really strict dress code here. Not as strict as it should be. Well, I think you'll find, haircut notwithstanding, that I'll be a dutiful and dependable addition to your staff. I keep asking for good men, and they keep sending me hippies. Bernie Felger is a little higher up on the duty roster than a hippie. Hey, I'm a little higher up on the duty roster than a hippie. He holds the distinctive rank of a temp. You see, I hold the distinctive rank of a temp. Sir. Sir? You will address me as sir. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> I'm a the temp, sir. This is his story. The Temp, a double M production, starring Michael Wilhelm as the temp. Also starring Lorraine Knox as his wife, featuring Larry Bauer, Michelle King, Glenn Kump, Scott Kump, and Ethan Plum. Today's episode, Flexibility. I suppose you're the best the temp agency had to offer. Well, I, I would like to think so. Very well. Empty your pockets into this tray. Uh, uh, okay, why? This is a high-security facility. No personal items are allowed. Your cell phone, too. No cell... How's my wife supposed to reach me? You will have her call my office, and I will take the call. If I deem it important, I will pass the message on to you. I'm not liking this at all. Come this way. We are a governmental contractor. We write and publish the spec books for the U.S. Navy. Do you know what those are, civilian? Well, I would guess... They are the specification manuals for every piece of equipment on board the ships. Oh, yeah, that was about what I was thinking. We have several different departments that contribute to the construction of these manuals. This is the first department, engineering. F plus V equals E plus 2. A and B is the square root of A. That's a little over my head. You needn't worry. You're not working in that department. Oh, that's a relief. Now this is the writer's room. Why is that man walking up and down the center aisle with a whip? That's supposed to help them write? They're functioning in a military manner. It's what they're used to. Well, you're not putting me in there. No. Well, thank you. You're working over here. This is the yard department. Uh-uh, people, heads down. You're not being paid to see the new help. You're being paid to draw. I gotta watch these hippies. They're a loose breed. 
they, they don't look like hippies. These artists render the exploded views of the equipment so the sailor on board the ship can tear down and reconstruct the equipment. Hi, everyone. I'm, I'm Bernie. You can get acquainted at break time. You get three breaks, two 15-minute breaks, one at 10 hundred hours, and one at 14.30 hours, and a 30-minute lunch break at 12 hundred hours. Okay. This is your workstation. Set down. On your computer desktop are three folders. One labeled illustrations, one marked documentation, and one that says completed. You are to open an illustration from the folder and then go to the documentation folder and open the document with the corresponding number to the illustration. You then need to find the list of parts in the document and make sure each part is included in the drawing. If they are all there, you will file both document and illustration in the completed folder. And if they're not all there? You will email both document and drawing to me. Okay. Well, that, that sounds easy enough. Just focus on your work. Yes, sir. I'll check in on you later. Okay. Open this file. Okay, there. Okay, now the number is... What? 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 Oh, right. That's the thing. Psst. No. No, that's the wrong thing. Oh, wait. Hey, you. Temp. Oh. Oh, hi. Shh. Not so loud. Sorry. Sorry. Hi. How long you in for? I, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's an open-ended assignment. I, I might be here for a while. You, you just never know. Are you going to be muttering to yourself the whole time you're here? Well, it helps me sort out my thinking. Does that bother you? Just don't let Captain Childers hear you. Oh, oh. Thanks for the heads up. You guys want to hold it down. He's going to hear you. Don't worry. He can't hear us. He has ears like a hawk. That's eyes like a hawk. Hawks have ears, too. <laughs> Look, I, I don't want to get you guys in trouble. It's cool. She's just an alarmist. Oops. Told ya. Mr. Conroy. Now what? What is wrong with you, civilian? You mean, other than the fact that it weighs heavy on my conscience, that I am contributing to the destruction and devastation caused by war? That's nonsense. These are the designs for weapons of mass destruction. That's a refrigeration unit. The worst that could happen is you'd give someone frostbite. Now bring up drawing number NB2451J. All right. Now what are you trying to prove on this drawing? On this piece, I was trying to show the inner conflict of this bolt here. <laughs> I made it the central focus of the drawing as it stands at the moment of decision. Should it continue on its path through the front panel and on into the casing of the frame where it will connect with the nut, or should it seek a more challenging path that will make it stronger in the long run? I have no time for your hippie foolishness. That's not what I'm talking about, and you know it. What then? Uh, that. No, wait. That there. What? I saw it on here. Where did it go? What exactly? A mouse. A what? A mouse. You drew a rodent on this exploded view and thought no one would catch it, but they caught it in final review. 
there are over 3,000 parts on this drawing. Did they say where it was? Now, don't play stupid with me. You put the mouse on there, and you will take it off. I'll have to look for it after the break. 15 minutes. Did you really draw a mouse on that? Yeah, it's right there. Oh, yeah, I see it. It blends in so easily with all those pieces spread out all over the page like that. That's why I drew it in there. I wanted to see if anyone would catch it. Well, I guess they caught it. Yeah, they caught this one. <laughs> you mean there's more? Quite a few others. Most of them are never found. I've drawn all sorts of things in those books. Somewhere in the South Pacific, there is a ship with a monarch butterfly in their tech manual. And amongst the Mediterranean fleet is a family of seahorses hidden in the pages of their manual. <laughs> wow. You gotta find ways to make this job fun. That's the way I do it. I'm Steve Conroy. Bernie Felger. Nice to meet you, Bernie. Let me introduce our team. That there is Lyle. He doesn't talk much. Hey. Hi, Lyle. And over there is Phyllis. She talks too much. I do not. He always says that I do, but I don't. Not any more than anyone else. That's a pretty sexist remark when you think about it. No, it's not. It's a Phyllis remark. You can't help it. That's just you. It's why we love you. Oh, well then. <laughs> when she first started here, she was so quiet and timid, she hardly said a thing. What happened? Someone asked her a question. <laughs> Are you all artists? You'd never know it by the work we do here. Why's that? It's just tracing, cut and paste, hardly what I would call art. I'm studying interior design. That's why my workstation is color-coordinated. The employee handbook states that each worker can set up their own workstation however they want without the fear of intimidation, no matter what your supervisor says. That's true, but it's Lyle's station you have to see. We call him the Rubber Band Man. Oh, my. Those are all rubber bands? I thought it was just a pattern on the wall. Oh, no. These are all of them. Genuine, authentic rubber bands. How many are there? Over a hundred. That, that, that's quite a shrine. It's a museum, actually. Be careful. Don't touch them. You're just supposed to read the plaques. Plaques? This is the genius of the man. Each rubber band has a little paper plaque identifying its unique qualities and history. This prehistoric rubber band was recovered from the La Brea tar pits. Carbon dating concludes that it is well over one million years old. <laughs> That's clever. You make that up? Yeah. He has a plaque for every rubber band up there. This is brilliant. Back to work, gang. Oh, Tom, I'm so happy. Monica, I so, love you. So, how's the and new job? Make you the Grueling. Where does Freddie have you working now? It's Militech Industries. They're a military contractor. They write and publish the spec books for the Navy. Sounds interesting. It's not. I mean, it could be. It seems like a nice company and all. Our department is the art department. You'd think that I'd fit right in, but it's run by an ex-military commander who thinks he's the head roach at the state birdhouse. The head roach what? Oh, that, that's gangster talk. 
Honey, I know some gangster rap, and that is not it. No, no, not gangsta. Gangster. You know, James Cagney and G. Robinson? Mm, you dirty rat. Oh, you killed my brother. Mm, so I'm going to kill your brother. Mm, and then we can start on our sisters. Mm. Aren't they a little before your time? My dad and I used to watch them. Anyway, we have to sit in utter silence to do our jobs. And, and no piped-in music, no earbuds, nothing. I kept nodding off. That's not good. He confiscated our phones. No one can call us. If they do, he'll answer and determine if he'll pass the word on. I don't like that idea. He says it's a security issue. I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I just don't know how much is real company policy and what is just his bluster. How many people are in your department? Three others, and they hate it too. They're artistic, creative types, so they've come up with ways to deal with it. Oh, oh, take a look at these. Postcards. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys there has a rubber band museum on the wall next to his workstation. A rubber band museum? Yeah, yeah. He had these postcards printed up. Postcards? <laughs> yeah. Each, each rubber band is stretched between two pushpins that are anchored to the wall, and underneath the rubber band is a plaque identifying it. Read some of these. This rubber band was found along the yellow brick road. It is believed to have been part of the elastic holding the scarecrow's pants up. <laughs> this is a good one. The Manassas rubber band was accidentally fired into the air at the Manassas Junction in Virginia, triggering the first major land battle in the Civil War. <laughs> These are really clever. Aren't they, though? The guy who created all this is Lyle. I, I think he's a genius. Employees from other departments want to come up and visit this makeshift museum, but our supervisor won't let them. That's why Lyle had these postcards printed up. The Lovebird rubber bands? See how he has two rubber bands tied together in a knot? If they're in a relationship, they'll need to be flexible. He has over 100... Wait, that was a joke, wasn't it? <laughs> it was a bit of a stretch. What's this thing? What? It's a wooden dowel rod with a paper clip on one end and a clothespin on the other. That's his rubber band rifle. A rifle? Yeah. You hook the rubber band around the paper clip, you stretch it back and hold it with the clothespin, then you just release the clothespin to fire it. That's uh, kind of dangerous, isn't it? Well, every museum has to have some security. <laughs> security? Yeah. You mess with my rubber bands, I'm going to shoot you, see? Yeah. First, I'm going to shoot you here. <laughs> And then, and then here. <laughs> and, and probably here, too. <laughs> Lyle, my wife was blown away by your museum postcards. This is an amazing piece of art you've created here. Really? You think so? You, you should start a blog. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I can show you. I've got one on my interior designs called Wall Hangings. My last name is Wall, and I do all the art pieces that hang on the walls of my interior layouts. Get it? Wall hangings. Clever. I have over a thousand followers, and I was up for an award for best blog with a home or garden theme. In truth, though, I think that the overall... Phyllis. Th what? You're doing that Phyllis thing again. Okay, then. You know, all of you are very talented. You should be treated a lot better around here. From your lips to his ears. I mean, really, the resources you all represent here could be utilized a lot more efficiently. I've tried talking to crazy Captain Childers. It's like trying to talk to a brick wall. I cornered him one time, and I just gave him a piece of my mind. I don't think he listened to a word I said. It's not just him. 
That makes him a poor leader then. Don't let him hear you say that. Back to work. That's the one. Okay. What's he doing? I don't know, but it sounds like fun, doesn't it? I'm in the groove now. Come on, Lyle. <laughs> Feeling up used dirty sweatshop blues Working for the man Chained to my chair ain't going nowhere Working for the man Boss gives me flack won't come in no slack Working for the man Bleeding me dry like a moldy old pie Working for the man the boss acts like he's got me in his back pocket. pocket. His voice is so painful like a finger in a socket. socket. His crazy agenda, you just can't block it. Block it. I want to get away, take off like a really fast jet plane. Huh? Huh? Hit it. Listen to him roar, can't take no more. Working for the man. Frozen to my chair by his icy stare. Working for the man. Praying for death when I smell his breath. Working for the man. Trying to get away from his monster toupee Working for the man I want to get away, but I'm just not able Tethered to the job with an unbreakable cable Nowhere to go, my career's unstable Cage like a bird in an Aesop fairy tale Huh? Hit it! This endless slog leaves no time for my blog Working for the man The boss is such a louse, didn't like Steve's mouse Working for the man Spooling all the plans for Lyle's rubber bands Working for the man Bunny's just a temp and nothing, nothing rhymes with temp Working for the man That was amazing, Phyllis. I had no idea you could sing. <laughs> Karaoke every Thursday night at Peppy's. You should hear my rendition of Born to be Wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what fun. Yes, it was. What the devil is going on out here? Uh, a spontaneous vocal... We were just... But... Yeah, we were. We just got carried out. I am waiting for one of you to tell me what is going on around here. It was a moment's weakness. Insubordination. It was my fault, Mr. Childers. I, I was the one who inadvertently started the ball rolling. They just got caught up in the moment. We were just having a little fun. Fun? Fun? You were having fun. May I remind you that this is a place of employment, not enjoyment. Well, it is possible to do both. In my office. Now, sailor. Here, Bernie, take this. Well, your rubber band rifle? No, no, that's okay. I, I won't need it. <laughs> Mr. Felger, I'm waiting. You don't know that. Go on. All right. Thanks. What is wrong with you, civilian? Don't you know better than to start a song and dance in a military office? There was no dancing. Actions like that can be interpreted as hostile. You could have had your heads blown off while you were doing the cha-cha. You want that? You want to lose your head? No, 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 I don't. You hippies just think you can burst out anytime you want. No, we're not hippies. Don't tell me what you are. I know what you are. 
I can see what you are. Look at you. Can't you see what you are? Well, I'm kind of a geek, sir. Geek? Did you say geek? You're no geek. Geeks grow up and become engineers and technicians. You could care less about musical theater. Boy, he's really tearing into we him. Can't have this lack of yeah, well, under my Bernie did start the whole singing thing. And you're just going to let him take the I rap for this? He volunteered. He threw himself under the bus. I didn't push him. We all pushed him. We all got carried away in the merriment of the situation, and now we're letting a temp, someone we hardly know, be our patsy. No one has faced the full force of Captain Childers' fury and walked away. Yeah, he'll be all right. Why don't you go in there? Why don't you? I mean, come on, he's just a temp. So he's disposable? Look, I'm a regular employee. I have seniority, a 401k, health coverage. I'm secure here. I can't endanger that. Neither can you. <sighs> That's true. Since my husband left me, I have needed to keep this job just to survive. I can't afford to lose it. Of course, we don't know what kind of repercussions we're going to face once the good captain is through tearing into our temp. It seems to have quieted down in there. Let's just hope that after the temp is gone, that Childers will let us just go back to work as usual. That was fun, though. Do you get the picture I am painting for you, son? Vividly. I've been watching you, Felger. It has become more and more apparent that you are bonding with those hippies out there. They're not hippies, Mr. Childers. They're artists. Hippies? Artists, same difference? No, no, sir, there's a big difference. Really? Yes, yes, a hippie can be an artist, sure, but an artist doesn't have to be a hippie. What are you, Mr. Felger, a hippie or an artist? I'm an art lover. Figures. Look, it has taken me seven years to whip that ragtag bunch of hippies out there into shape. And it has been through tough, strong, hard discipline. Then you show up, and in a week you have them singing and dancing. No one was dancing. You're just not fitting in here, Mr. Felger. Permission to speak freely, sir. Permission granted. What kind of shape is the group in? You had them sneaking behind your back drawing animals in their artwork. They burst into song at the least provocation. But they understand who controls them. But to control a group is a far cry from leading a team. Where did you get a crazy idea like that? Star Trek? <laughs> I like that show. Well, let me put this in terms that you can understand. Let's say you have an M20 bazooka. That's an army issue. Oh, did you just, just work with me here, okay? Um, let's just say you had this bazooka and you didn't know how any of the parts worked and you just kept it in its case. Now you have control over that instrument, but it's useless. Now, if you take the thing out of its case and study its parts and familiarize yourself with the function of the weapon, well, there'll be no stopping you. What are you saying? You're keeping that group of artists out there in a case. They can't do their best work. And the more you browbeat them and micromanage them, the more they're going to naturally rebel. I know how to deal with insubordination. But you don't have to. All you need to do is get to know them. Familiarize yourself with their gifts and talents. That way you'll learn to utilize the resource to make this the strongest department in the company. So what you're saying is, you want me to hold their hand and spoon feed them pablum, wet nurse them. No, 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 sir. 
Lead them, sir. Lead them? If I change tactics, they'll question my decision-making. They won't recognize my authority. Do it gradually. Maybe start off with letting them listen to some music so that they don't nod off during the day. Well, I don't want to listen to any of that grunge music. Ever hear of earbuds? Very well. I'll allow it on a trial basis. Well, don't tell me. Tell them. All right, people, listen up. There are going to be some changes around here, not the least of which is no more singing and dancing in the office. No one was dancing. These new changes are to go into effect immediately. I was afraid of that. It was so nice to have met you, Bernie. I hope you find a new position soon. You know, come to think of it, my cousin's nephew's brother has a butcher shop. You could probably go to work for him. Quiet. Felger here is not leaving. He has just suggested that you need some upgrades to make your work more tolerable. So starting today, we are going to be piping music over the PA system. What kind of music? Whatever we can find on the radio, I suppose. So Bernie gets to stay? Yes, I'm staying. Here's your rubber band gun, Lyle. I never had to fire a shot. Here. Whoop. Oh, I'm shot. Oh, I am so sorry, sir. It was an accident. I dropped that rubber band gun and it fired and the rubber band hit you in the face. In the nose. That really hurt. I'm sure it did. Again, I I am very sorry. Uh, I'm sorry too, son. I'm afraid I'm going to have to have you empty your desk. What? Why? You just said... That was before you shot me with that makeshift weapon. Well, I didn't fire it. It just, it just went off when I dropped it. I'm sorry, Mr. Felger, but the company has a zero-tolerance policy against discharging any weapon on company property. But it was... I am sorry, but that is not my policy. It is company-wide. We all had to attend the training seminar. You all did attend that training seminar, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, of course I did. Sure. Then you know I have no choice but to let Mr. Felger go. Please go and clean out your desk. That's all of it. This way, son. Steve, Phyllis, Lyle, you guys take care now. Thank you for helping us get some music in here. Thanks, Bernie. I'm going to miss you. Yeah, me too. But don't cry for me. After all, I'm only a temp. As a soft rock radio station plays over the PA system, a very special yellow rubber band is lifted gently from where it had fallen. And then, mounted on the wall, stretched reverently between two new pushpins. Below it is placed a small paper plaque that reads... This rubber band was mistakenly fired, costing the job of a revered friend, a mysterious stranger known more affectionately as a temp. The Temp was written by Michael Wilhelm, engineered and produced by Scott Kump. In the cast, you heard Michael Wilhelm as Bernie, Lorraine Knox as Penelope, Larry Bauer as the narrator, Glenn Kump as Childers, Scott Kump as Steve, Michelle King as Phyllis, and Ethan Plum as Lyle. 
Live sound effects performed by Ethan Plum, Callie Swanigan, and Josette Wilhelm. Original music by Scott Kump. This has been a Double M production in affiliation with All for One Productions in Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Temp was recorded before a live audience. Working for the man song lyrics written by Scott Kump and Michael Wilhelm. Hippies.